Alrighty then, cottagers whose primary residence is outside of Haldeman, Norfolk, they have been ordered by the Haldeman, Norfolk Health Unit not to visit their Lake Erie vacation homes during the COVID-19 pandemic. That includes the Victoria Day long weekend. Ken Hewitt is mayor of Haldeman County. He joins the show now. Ken, good to have you back. Well, thanks for having me, Kelly. So the health unit ordered uh, this uh, stoppage of people going to their cottages in Haldeman, uh, Norfolk. Um, it was issued on April 23rd by the chief medical officer of health. Why? Uh, well, this particular area has the largest influx of, uh, of foreign or migrant uh, workers for the farms. And, and we also are very limited uh, in scope with respect to resources for, for hospitals. And I believe the C chief medical officer felt that, you know, with all of that happening all at the same time, that he just wanted to be able to buy a little extra time to, to, to ensure that, you know, if there was a run on, uh, on the medical infrastructure, it wasn't going to happen all at once. Okay, so you issued this order uh, a week and a half ago. You're telling close to 9,000 cottagers that they're not going to be able to utilize their vacation homes. Apparently, it, you did it by letter. How's that going over? Uh, like a lead balloon. Um, it, uh, it, I mean, it wasn't, uh, first of all, it wasn't issued by the mayors, uh, myself. It was issued by our medical officer. And, and, and frankly, you know, there are issues, as the premier has alluded to, and that's, uh, you know, being able to enforce it. And, uh, and there are a number of other concerns that uh, many of us have. Um, you know, I, I feel that, uh, you know, the, the real issue uh, in terms of targeting, uh, you know, the daily trippers, the, the people trying to just come out and, and, and thumb their nose up to the rules and, and use the beaches and whatnot, those are really where our concerns are. Cottage owners are, I think, the number one issue for us. But it was just the, the number of people coming in to the community all at once. Mm-hmm. You know, parks and beaches, they're close to the public. You brought that up. But, you know, I got it. So is my cottage. It's not open to the public. It's just like my home. So I think when your um, public health uh, chief uh, of health there says that they're the same, the c- comparison's not, it's not accurate. So rather than telling people that they can't come at all, have you considered just asking people to limit their interaction in town? Because the only part of this plan that's enforceable is the part where people are, aren't interacting with people. I mean, everyone's allowed to visit your town. They can pop up for the day. They can take in the scenery. They can visit the grocery store. They can gas up their car. They can hit the LCBO for a quick shop. They can get curb service at Canadian Tire or whatever you have there. They can even order takeout at a local restaurant, then get back in their car and drive home. That's all legal. But if they spend the night inside their cottage completely isolated, that's the part that warrants a five thousand dollar fine. How are you even going to enforce that? Well, that's been my concern all along, and and I think Kelly, that the, the problem is the messaging in this. I mean, we're you know the the premier wants to speak to the uh, mayors by teleconference and regarding this issue, and and frankly, it's 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 not a political decision; it's a medical decision. And and mm. there's thirty there's thirty four health units across the province that that are responsible in issuing these orders. These orders didn't come from the county. It didn't come from us. It came from the medical officers. So I w- my advice would be have that conversation with the medical officers because they're the ones issuing this or, or choosing to issue it. In our case, we're the only ones that have. But I can tell you there's other medical officers that have pondered this up in the north, and and they're they're frustrated because it it crosses that line between you know what's what's for the benefit medically 
versus politically. This isn't a political decision, but it's become politicized by virtue of, you know, our premier and, and you know, suggesting that mayors need to, to make decisions. We didn't make this decision. Interesting. So were you upset when you when this decision was made? Did the, did the uh, chief medical officer come to you and say, Ken, we have to have a discussion. I'm a little bit concerned about the capacity at, at, and here's why of our local health system. And, and did you have that discussion or did they just say, hey, Ken, guess what? No one's coming to cottages. Uh, well, to be frank, the, the, the order was written uh, without, uh, without the discussion of either myself or the other mayor in this community. And, uh, and we had subsequent discussions afterwards. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to undermine his authority or his, uh, his, his ability. I mean, he, he's making the best decisions from, from the perspective that he thinks this is the best for the community. At the same time, I, I did disagree. We do disagree in, in how the approach could have been taken. And, and that's the frustrating thing. But mm-hmm. the, the system is designed that the chief medical officers work, uh, you know, without political intervention, just the same as our police forces. And in the middle of a pandemic, in this particular case, that order comes specifically from him. It has nothing to do with, uh, you know, the political or, or vote of council. And and again, my my comments to today when we do have a conference call with the premier will be, he should be discussing this with the officers, not the mayors. Okay, let me ask you this, Ken, because obviously it has become political, and it does involve you whether you had, you know, no say in this at all or not. You know, your constituents are looking at you. So oh, have yeah. you have you considered what you'll say when people start to ask for their property taxes back? Because you know they will, and my guess is that quite a few property owners will not let this go easily. You quite possibly could be sued. And the taxes are just the tip of the iceberg because if you stop someone from using their cottage, you're taking something of value away from them. So even if you can demonstrate that in your decision, it's within the public interest or within, you know, the decision that the the public health officer has made is in the public interest, the courts actually might find that cottage owners are entitled to compensation, in which case, you guys might find yourself renting out every cottage in your area for the entire summer. That's costly. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I can't speak to, to the legal system and, and, and what can or cannot happen. I, I would say though, that, you know, if you look at it deeper, we've had businesses, small businesses that pay higher taxes than, than, than residential that have been out of, you know, have not been open for two, two and a half months. Uh, they're not getting a refund. Uh, we have people who right now are out of work waiting to re- you know, return to work. And, and so our medical officers making the decision to try to get those businesses and people back to work as quick as possible. So I can see the argument, uh, but at the same time, I think everybody's been taking a haircut in this uh, last two and a half months in the middle of this pandemic. And, and it's not uh, certainly my intent that uh, you know we close the cottages down for the summer. Uh, it's my hope that we're going to have them open shortly. But in the meantime, as I say, it's, you know, where this decision starts and ends is with the medical officers across Ontario, not the mayors. How long is this uh, public health order um, enacted for? Is there an end date? There isn't an end date. It's to be reviewed in the next, uh, I believe, next week. And uh, as uh, the premier and everybody else has alluded to, I mean, everybody's hopeful for May 2-4 weekend. Mm-hmm. What do your residents say about this? Because they must be getting, you know, they get a lot of business from cottagers. They um, do. Are and they okay? Well, I, I can tell you for every email that uh, I've received 
you know, against this order. There's just as many uh, that, that, that are torn and feel that this order is, uh, is, is supported from the local residents. And in the sense that, you know, they, they see many who, who would come to their cottages, would come to the community and behave, just as you mentioned earlier, in a legal fashion. But then there has been, you know, situations where people are coming and they're thumbing their nose up to, to you know, the appropriate standards, uh, whether they're isolating themselves, whether they're distancing themselves. And so that has uh, tipped some of the local people off to, to suggest that you know, there should be something in place. So, and I think it's the same in the north. You'll, you'll hear the arguments for and against all the way. And it, it's, it's very contrarian to the way we think, you know, Kelly, in the sense that normally I'd be saying, you know, arms wide open. We want you here. We want you to right. your we, you know, and that's the challenge. It's, it's, you know, in this pandemic, we've, we've been forced to do things completely differently than what we normally would. Look, at, I don't, I'm not doubting that your uh, chief medical officer of health had their heart in the right place, thought this was the way to go. It just seems like the order uh, where you would find someone $5,000 a day for potentially just driving directly to their secondary home, staying there, staying put and then locking up, driving directly home, they're being unfair, unfairly targeted when the problem could be a, a lot bigger because you do have a lot of people dri- just driving in for the day. And if I want to drive from another county to your county for the day, I'm not going to get a $5,000 fine. It, it it doesn't make a lot of sense. And that's the no. major problem with this. Well, and I agree, Kelly. It's, you know, we have people who live in this community that drive into the GTA every day to work and then come back. And that's that. That virtually is no different than those coming from the GTA to spend a weekend in their cottage. And I think these orders—they're not, you know, there's a reason they're not laws or bylaws. They are, you know, you can shoot holes through them all day long. And I think the intent is to try to minimize risk, knowing that you can never get rid of all the risk. And that's really where he's coming from: is if I can minimize the risk for another week and flatten that curve for another another two weeks or so, then it's it's a win for him and the community. Uh, I see things a little differently as you do. And I think there was a way that we could achieve the same success in a different, different, uh, different approach. Ken, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time and, and stay safe. Thanks. You too, Kelly.